Welcome to Best Health, presented by the Royal Gazette and RG Mags, a new podcast series with the best health expertise in Bermuda. This episode features professionals at the Bermuda Health Council who will be providing education on the process of referrals, how they relate to insurance coverage, and more. Good day, Bermuda. My name is Taja Fox, and I am the Health Council Communications Officer. Today, joining me are my colleagues, David Rogers, Project Manager, Health Technology and Innovation, and Tiara Carlington, Program Manager, Public Health Research and Programs. Welcome. David and Tiara, please share with the public about your role at the Bermuda Health Council. Good day, everyone. Like Taja said, I'm responsible for public health research and programs, and what that entails is doing the background work for the development and implementation of various public health programs, which generally are for the purpose of ensuring that the population has access to certain services. Good day, folks. My name is David Rogers, and I primarily deal with health technologies and health facilities and how they interact with patient care. So primarily uh, focusing on things like diagnostic imaging, x-rays, and uh, equipment related to laboratories, but I also do some work with clinical standards. Today's topic is financially vested referrals. We have received many queries at the council regarding referrals. We thought what better way to discuss this with the public than on the Best Health podcast. So let's begin with discussing what financially vested referrals are. David? Can you tell us what referrals are in the context of primary care and physician care? That's a good question, and it's a complex question. Um, Even though uh, referrals are actually a very basic part um, in the in the treatment of disease and and how our health system works. So you have a referral, which is basically just a communication between one health service provider to another. Um, It it is actually a guide through the different levels of care. Um, When you specifically talk about financially vested referrals or a referral with with an interest or self-interest, you're talking about a referral that's being made between a health professional to a facility or a service where they have a relationship or interest, a financial relationship or interest. Um, and there, there are many types of referrals this could, um, this could embody. So it could be something like a kickback or it could be something like um, ownership, or it could be something as simple as um, I don't know, maybe a vacation to um, Hawaii if you reach a certain number. And this is not necessarily a a bad thing. Um, It is good that we have health practitioners that operate um, in a space and know the needs of a community and provide those needs for the community because that is by definition innovation. However, a lot of jurisdictions have decided or have suggested that some regulation be placed on it. We'll be right back. This podcast is brought to you by the Cancer Treatment Centers of America. If you've been diagnosed with cancer, searching for answers online may feel overwhelming. So start your search with our teams of oncology specialists at Cancer Treatment Centers of America in Atlanta and Chicago. Learn more at cancercenter.com forward slash international. 
Welcome back to Best Health, as members of the Bermuda Health Council are speaking to us about referrals. So just so the public is aware, the Health Council is happy to provide additional information regarding financially vested referrals and to answer any questions they may have about this subject area. So, Tiara, can you explain how referrals typically happen and what patients should know when they are being referred? Sure. So usually an individual will see their primary care provider. So if we use the physician example, you see a primary care provider or your GP who might identify a problem that they feel may be best managed by a different health provider, usually referred to as a secondary health provider or a secondary um, level physician. And they, depending on the concern, they'll document the issue and send a referral letter or a form over to that secondary provider. Sometimes that might include any layup tests or diagnostic imaging to accompany that referral, but the point of the referral process is that it goes from a primary to a secondary provider. And when you're being referred, it's important that one, as the patient, you understand why you're being referred, who you're being referred to, and to the point of financially vested referrals, it's the physician in that case, it's the physician's responsibility to make sure that they're clear about any interest that they have in the facility or in the practice of the individual that they're referring you to. In fact, it's not just physicians that should be providing this information. So most regulated, if not all regulated health professionals actually have what are called standards of practice. And there's a section in the standards of practice that requires that those health professionals inform their patients or clients of any interest that they have in facilities or practices that they're referring their patients to. So for the general public, how do referrals play into insurance coverage? So usually the need for a referral is outside of a a clinical reason, the need for the referral process being the way it is, is based on your insurance coverage. So typically the way insurance benefits work is in order for the insurance, in order for the policy to provide coverage for one health service, there may be, you may need to provide proof that you were seen by a primary care provider. So If we use a dental office, for example, sometimes if you have to get dental surgery, the insurance company will want to see proof that there was an x-ray done within the past year. So insurance coverage usually dictates the order of procedures or different services that you have done in order to address an issue that you're being referred to a secondary provider for. So piggybacking off of the standards of practice and how all of that plays a role, uh, David, can you share how medical coding plays a role in the referral process? So like I was talking about before, with referrals being a communication process between practitioners, um, typically a referral Uh, comes in the form of a note or a letter that outlines the service that's being requested, the need for the service and supporting data. So things like a discharge summary, um, laboratories, um, medications. And it's a two-way street where the the requester also receives feedback from the provider in what was the outcome of uh, the referral and the outcome of the treatment. But when we're talking specifically about 
the accuracy and the importance of the communication between providers, that's where coding um, comes in because some referrals are also conducted using different types of forms that require things like diagnostic codes and procedure codes. So it is very important for practitioners when filling out these forms or requesting services that they be very specific about what they're asking for, the service um, they're asking for, and the diagnosis or the why of what they're asking for, because there can be some unintended consequences. So, for example, if you, uh, if you receive a referral from your doctor to get lab tests, you can receive a bill if the diagnosis code or the procedure codes are, don't necessarily match um, what the intention of the, the intended request. Um, so it's, it's very important that there be a level of accuracy uh, in the referral process. So if anyone missed anything from today's episode, as this topic can be complex, we want to provide you with a few quick facts. As David and Tierra covered, your healthcare professionals should notify you of their financial interests when referring you for care. The standards of practice for medical practitioners outlines information regarding self-interest referrals and best practices. You can find this information by searching for the standards of practice for medical practitioners on gov.bm. Also, standards of practice for other health professionals can be found on the Health Council's website under Health Professionals. The Health Council has information regarding financially vested referrals, so contact us if you are interested in learning more about this topic or if you have any questions. You can reach us by phone at 292-6420. We are happy to chat with you. Many thanks for joining us today, Taja, David, and Tiara. That was informative and enlightening, and I'm certain it will help in this process. So thank you very much for your time. You have been listening to Best Health presented by the Royal Gazette and RG Mags, a new podcast series with the best health expertise in Bermuda. Tune in to our podcasts on royalgazette.com forward slash RG podcast. Stay healthy, Bermuda.